Hey guys, welcome to the Provokers podcast where we talk about things you probably should too. Today I'm joined by not both of my co-hosts, just uh, Ethan today. Ethan, do you want to say hello? Hey guys, how's it going? Yeah, today uh, there was um, some sort of emergency and Noah couldn't make it, so it's just the two of us today. But uh, how's how's your day going? Well, I already told John this off camera because we usually, for podcast recordings, we schedule these. It's just because, you know, it's, it's nice to have a schedule, set time and stuff. And that way everyone remembers uh, that we have to be here. Um, and, you know, I was getting, it was around one o'clock. I started eating my lunch and I was just watching YouTube. I forgot who I was watching. I don't think it really matters. But I was watching YouTube and all of a sudden my power flickers off. And I'm like, huh. So I look outside. I see that it's completely sunny. You know, there's like a couple of clouds. There weren't dark clouds. There's like a couple of clouds. It's a 90 degree day. It's a beautiful day out. And, you know, I'm thinking, hmm, that's interesting. And the power stays off because I was thinking it just blinked off because, I don't know, maybe something happened. But it stayed off completely. And I um, look at my radar, the AccuWeather radar, hashtag not sponsored, but hashtag please do. Um, I looked at my radar and it showed no storms in the perceivable area. The only storm that could have knocked out power was all the way in a different state. And so it made no sense how we lost power. Luckily, it was only off for two hours, but it was a 90-degree day today. And no fans, no air conditioning. Like, that was, it was going to get bad if it stayed off longer. So, um, that was the epitome of my day so far. Yeah, that does sound frustrating. Especially on a day when you have something scheduled. It's always the worst when it's that. It's like, all right, I got something scheduled. There's nothing that could get away. And then yeah, the power goes out. It's like, come on. Like, I was ready to do this. Like, I had no other issues. And then the power goes out. Yeah, it's uh, it's like the universe was like, okay, we're going to screw with Ethan today. Because that's exactly what it felt like. Because the power went out at 1 o'clock. And just for you guys, for reference, we record these around 2 to 3. Um, and so, of course, I told John, hey, yeah, I'm not going to make it uh, around 2. So. Yeah, but... Uh... I guess the universe just didn't want this podcast episode to happen, but we said screw it, and we're gonna do it anyway. Because that's power just flicks off. I just disconnect from the server. <laughs> this a meteor strikes your house. <laughs> it's like we'll show you. All right. Well, today's topic is actually about nostalgia. The reason I chose this topic out of all of them, uh, all the potential topics, is that lately I uh, have been having trouble sleeping. Which sounds unrelated, but I'll get there. Um, I've been having trouble sleeping, and I'll get to bed at, like, six some nights. And, you know, when you're having trouble sleeping, at least for me, I I tend to, you know, try to find some music to listen to. Or, you know, if I'm not even tired at all, I'll just do something else. But it took me back to when I was in, I think, junior high. Uh, some places called middle school, but I prefer junior high, so it sounds like I wasn't that young. Um, but I purposely stayed up very late. Just on a school night, I feel like it was the dumbest decision I ever made in my life is staying up late, like, almost every night. And I would end up, like, just doing different things and, and you know, listening to music and finding videos that reminded me of that time, so that's why I decided to do nostalgia. I gotta be honest, I went through that entire thing just thinking, how the hell is this related at all? And then you ended up with that, so that makes sense. Yeah, like, it, my, my brain works in mysterious ways. I, even I don't after, understand it. Yeah, after doing several collabs with you, I've started to notice that. It just, it is, my brain will connect, like, just different points, and, like, the, by the, to, it gets to the point where the first point is just nowhere near the, the final point. Yeah. But uh, since you're the the guest, I guess today so you're the only one. I guess you uh wanted to like to kick this off. Yeah, and also just to clarify to our viewers uh, slash listeners, whatever. Um, this just all this just means is that I just host the next episode. There's, like, there's no points because John's not. I mean, he could be a douche and give himself points, but I feel like <laughs> that's a douchey thing to do. And then uh, you know, and then so no, if no, Noah said he will be back for the next one, so he'll just have a, he'll mm-hmm. have a, he'll have his chance again next episode. Um, but this this episode will just well, it's just me and John. But yeah, I, I can get things off. So nostalgia is a pretty interesting feeling for me because it's it's nostalgia is not just sight. Like a lot of people assume that when you see something, you feel nostalgic. But mm-hmm. you can also get nostalgic like smells. Like if you you know 
if your grandma cooked a, like a specialty dish or something back when you were a child and she didn't make it for a while and then all of a sudden as you're like you know as you're graduating or something she makes it again and you all you just needed to smell it you just smell it and you're like oh my god that brings me back to like the you can say good old days but i mean it, it doesn't matter how good those days were as long as you remember the memory of that thing and so i'm not going to start off with food but the one thing that i feel nostalgic like a lot about is i play a lot of nintendo games if anyone that's been to my channel knows this fact is true uh like a lot like 90 percent of the games i play are on the switch because it's such a it's a it's i'm not sponsored by nintendo in any means but it's a really good system it can be docked it can be in handheld and it can also be a lot of the games on switch are can be played like couch co-op style so and that's perfect for my channel because i play with my brother and sister and then if it's an online game like a steam game assuming steam works um i can play with john axel noah th those people and stuff um and so but nintendo primarily was my entire childhood i didn't have an xbox until i was like 10 or 11 i definitely didn't have a playstation until like three years ago and so nintendo is really just my home console that's really because we had a wii i think when i was like six mm -hmm. and i had a gamecube before I, my parents had a gamecube before i was even born right. and so the first game i touched was a nintendo game it was I, the first controller i touched was a, a wave bird gamecube controller i remember this exact uh model of it and uh, when i first um the first game I think I played was Mario Sunshine, uh, Super Mario Sunshine, whatever his full name is. And uh, I don't remember beating it, but I remember playing it and enjoying it. And then recently on the channel, I started doing it on the channel and just seeing all the cool things about it, because I think they ported it to the Switch with the 3D All-Stars thing. And just getting to play that game again, because my old disc got scratched because my brother and sister ruined it, because they ruined everything, <clears throat> uh, as siblings often do. But, you know, it's just, like, playing that game again was just so awesome. Because it's like, is it the best game ever? Not even close. But is it a nostalgic game to me? Yes, and that's why I say it's probably one of my top tier Nintendo games. Because it's so good in terms of, like, just, like, bringing back the memories of, like, oh, I was, like, six when I played this game. You know, like, it's, like, things didn't matter back then. Like, there wasn't, like, obviously there were still problems in the world, but I was oblivious to them. And so I can say that back then was the good old days. And stuff like that. So I think that's what I want to start uh, my uh, kind of start this thing off with is just like like happy nostalgia, you know? Because there is kind of bad nostalgia where you know you get. I guess it's just trauma at that point. But I mean, yeah. I'm just saying it's like it's a to me. I think nostalgia can go in in a multitude of different ways, whether it be sight, smell. I think even touching things, uh, depending on the, it would have to have a specific feel to it. Mm. Um, and I think all senses can trigger nostalgia. I, I think that I think that's true. It makes sense. Is... Yeah, because like, yeah. like you said, food like it's not just the smell. You could taste something that you had when you were a kid and be like, it would bring back like the uh, the scene from Ratatouille where he has like he has the dish Ratatouille and, he's, and he, it flashes back to his childhood. Like that's a very real thing for some people. Yeah. I um I also related to him when he had like when he bit into the cheese like that's a like cheese is so like mundane it doesn't matter at all but it's like I'm a, I'm a very big cheese person I love cheese the only cheese I don't touch is blue cheese because it's literally molded cheese and get that shit away from me mm -hmm. but <laughs> every other cheese I like like even I think um what's that cheese that really smells I don't know what it's called but it's it's I liked it like the taste of it and stuff I don't know I feel like a lot of cheeses smell but Colby Jack for me is something that smells disgusting but it's, it tastes really good. No, it wasn't Kobe Jack. It was like this. It was like a. It was like um. It wasn't like a sliced or diced cheese. It was like a cheese in a container that you spread, and it was like this really stinky cheese. I forgot what it was, but it was like it was a really stinky cheese. It was kind of smelled like feet, mm. um, to be honest. And it, but it was just like it tasted really good. It, like I think I had it on a sandwich or something. Mm -hmm. And uh, I never ate it as a kid, but for some reason. It just brought back nostalgia. I don't know why. It just like even though I never had it as a kid, which was really strange to me, I just remembered like being back and like like thinking about when this was made and who was using it because the product was dated back all the way to like the 1900s, I think. Right. And uh, that was a long time ago. Yeah, it was before we were born for sure. Yeah. Exactly. So. Yeah, it's interesting you say that because my first story I was gonna say is. Weirdly, um, I get a lot of nostalgia from music, right? But weirdly, the there's um, I think it's either the fall or winter theme in 
Stardew Valley. Uh, Stardew Valley is a game that I started playing either like this year or like late last year. So it, what it doesn't take me back very far, if at all, really. But for some reason, when I hear the fall or winter theme music, I think I think it's winter because it reminds me of Christmas. Like it, it takes me back to like Christmas as a small child, even though like the game. There's no way I, that I could associate this game with small child Christmas because it didn't exist back then. Um, but that, it's just that's what it takes me back to. I guess the, it makes sense. It's meant to, winter theme is probably meant to be themed somewhat around Christmas because uh, I don't know if you know this, but Christmas actually is in winter. Wow, really, dude? Yeah, it's crazy. Dude, you just solved the lifelong mystery. Mm. I thought it was in fall. Like that was. Like, I thought that was a general consensus was that it was in fall. Yeah, not many people know this, but uh, Christmas is actually in the beginning of winter. So. Crazy man. <laughs> but uh, that's what it reminds me of, and I don't. I have no reason why. It's just that's that's what it does. That's that. It's interesting that you say that actually too, because it's like any type of music, like any type of song that has any sort of Christmas style. In, like it, like I was gonna say instruments, but no instruments are Christmas style. But I mean, like you know what I mean. Like any song that has like Christmas elements in it mm-hmm. will automatically make you feel nostalgic, just because even if you've never heard the song before, it automatically wires your brain to think of Christmas times, which automatically thinks of past Christmases, obviously, because your brain can't predict the future. And so, any that's music. It's a, I can't speak. Music is a powerful thing, and so. Any song that has winter or uh, Christmas or even Thanksgiving stuff in it is going to automatically make you think of, like, family gatherings, right? Or, you know, like, just Christmas time spending unwrapping your presents with your siblings or your parents or whatever. Right. And so, yeah, music is a very powerful vessel for nostalgia. Mm-hmm. When it comes to, like, video games, though, that remind me of my childhood because I played the video game. There's not many video games that do it, which is strange because I've been playing video games my whole life. But a lot of the games that I played as a, well, like when I first started playing games, I still play to this day. Like one of the first games I remember playing on my own was Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts One was the like I was must have been only three or four because it was when I was first learning how to read. Because in that game, there's a lot of text scenes that are important to the story. So like I would there'd be a lot of reading. So you can't really play the game without reading unless you're stupid. Um, so, like, but even that doesn't... I don't get the nostalgic feeling because I've been playing it all the time since then. Like, I, I still replay it. And it's one of my main games on the channel, so it's, like, strange. Yeah, it's, um... It's, like, video games are weird because it's, like, sometimes even if the game... Even if you didn't play it at the beginning of your childhood, it can still be nostalgic. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, one of those games is Undertale. I didn't play that game until, I think, 2017 or 2018. Um, and that came out in 2014, 2015. The Undertale fans are going to raid me for this, but I, ca- I can't remember the exact day it came out. Um, but I know I played it like two years or two or three years after it came out. And so I hadn't played it in the peak of its time. But it's just like when I first played that game, just the feeling I got from it was like... I was utterly mind blown. Like, it, for some reason, it just gave me nostalgia. I have no clue why. There's right. nothing in that game that would relate to any part of my childhood. But it was just like, I think what it might have been, it was, it was just such an emotional journey for me mm-hmm. uh, playing that game and playing all the, and seeing all the different stuff that the game has to offer and stuff like that. Um, and so just seeing all that stuff is like awesome. And so, I, but I, I don't understand why it brought back nostalgia. I, like I said, there's nothing in the game that would have triggered my childhood in any sort of way right but i think it's just the game itself the elements that were present in it um that kind of just brought back maybe memories of like family and stuff because the, the there's a very he- heavily family element in the game mm-hmm. and so maybe that's what it was but i don't know yeah i mean i have something similar like with a game i i didn't play as a kid um and the but i played it more recently a little less recent than uh stardew but with uh skyrim like a certain track in the game um it will sometimes play when you're out about venture adventuring or whatnot um but it's like not combat music it's like it's just a random track that can play and for some reason that song gives me nostalgia i didn't play the game as a kid like 
one because it's made M and it's only like 10 years old and I'm pretty sure I'm older than 10. Um, uh, are you? I'm, I'm fairly certain. I can't be yeah, sure about that. doesn't mean 100% though. Yeah, like I'm at least like, I say 85% sure that I'm not 10 years old. Yeah, I'll give you 85. I'll give you 85. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I don't know why. It's like one of those things where it's like this had nothing to do with my childhood. It's more recent, but it gives me nostalgic. And um, I can't even say it's like with Undertale. It's not even like the emotional, because Skyrim is a very emotional game. The story is kind of bare bones. Uh, it's, I guess, fun, but I, I don't want to say a game that's fun is emotional, you know? Yeah, I can understand that. But, but I guess it, it might be because, like, when I first started playing it, it was right at the beginning of the pandemic, actually, because I was sitting around my house, I had nothing to do, so I was like, I'll play this game that I, I know a lot of people like. Um, and I guess it's just, like, a way to take my mind off of things, you know? And, that, and so whenever I hear that song again, it takes me back to like outside of reality back then. If that's if that makes sense. I mean, yeah, it makes sense. But it's just like I see what you mean when you talk about like because, like I said, music is a very powerful thing. And even if you didn't like hear it or like play the game um, in your childhood, it can still be very impactful. Right. And it's also a pretty peaceful song, so it, I guess it makes sense that like the peaceful theme of the song reminds me of peaceful times and that would have been when i was a child because like you said you know things they're definitely probably not good with the world when when we were children but i mean like we didn't know that yeah to us it was pretty peaceful but to every to the actual world as, as a whole it probably wasn't yeah well i mean and another thing too is like the it depends on the game because if the game is just like Think of, like, an action game, I would say. If you didn't play, like, Call of Duty as a child, you're not really going to get nostalgia from it because, I mean, yes, the music is pretty decent, and, you know, like, it, it's it's a decent game, but it's, like, unless you played it as a kid or, like, you let's say you played Call of Duty Black Ops 1, for example, unless you played that as a kid, you're not going to play it at 25 and be like, oh, man, this brings back nostalgia because why would it? There's nothing in the game that would bring that back for you. Right. Unless, like, I forgot the story of Black Ops 1, but unless it's, like, you were involved in, like, uh, the military for some reason, or, like, that kind of stuff. There's no mm -hmm. other reason that it would bring back nostalgia, but games like Stardew Valley, I haven't played Stardew Valley, but, like, you, you've you already mentioned it, and other games like that, you know, if you, you don't even need to play them in the childhood um, to just, like, feel kind of, like, nostalgic, because, like I said several times at this point, music is such a powerful vessel, and so that people, that's why pe music is, like, I think music is the top thing on YouTube. I think it's, like, it's gaming I know a second. And I'm pretty sure music is just ahead because music is great. I mean, it's you can't beat a good, you know, song in a game. Right. Is I mean, music is just one of those things that like most media have it playing. You know, there's like movies, there's music in the background, there's games always have music. It's so it's like so common that it's so there's so many ways they could remind you of your childhood because this is so many different songs and it's been music has been around for uh, I'd, I'd say quite a while you know at least longer than 10 years like apparently <laughs> is how old i am yeah uh-huh so another thing too is you said you haven't played undertale right i have not now okay but i can't make that reference okay well Here's the thing. Here, here. This is slightly off topic, but I, I, John, I will buy Undertale for you if I have to because you will play that game before you die. I'm just telling so, you. That so right it's now. not even like you, you're suggesting it. You're making me. You're forcing me at gunpoint. I'm not forcing you to get it. If you don't get it, then I will do it for you. God damn it! And uh, you, I just want to see your reactions to all the stuff because it's a very. I feel like you're the type of person that would appreciate that game mm -hmm. because there's a lot of people that uh, don't think it would be that good of a game but i think you would be that like normally i don't think you would like this type of genre but i think right. in like the game itself might change your mind as you go through um so hey guys if you like uh if you like this idea uh support the podcast and uh, that'll tell me that'll tell me to go have that'll tell john to be like okay i should play this game yeah uh, uh we're not sponsored by undertale by the way i don't know if that was clear <laughs> well i mean 
I I don't think a game can uh, the company can sponsor you, but I don't think the game itself. No, can the game you. the game is sentient, right? It can it can uh, sponsor people. Yeah, exactly. But um, um moving away yeah, from video so... games because we t- talked about video games for a while, and we had a whole uh, podcast episode about video games. I feel like we should move away towards something else. Oh, uh, I guess yeah, food. Right. Food is another one because like everyone eats food. If you're not eating food, then you're you're dead because you've died of starvation. Um, so what, what kind of foods bring you back? Um, like I said before, I think it's mostly just Thanksgiving and Christmas foods usually. Mm-hmm. I mean, if going away from those, I would probably say maybe my um grandpa makes his um uh, what do you call it tuna casserole, uh-huh. which a lot of people don't like tuna, and I understand. Um, but his tuna casserole is made differently. Usually when you think of tuna casserole, it's tuna, it's noodles, and it's like some other ingredients or whatever. But his is not made with noodles. His is made with potatoes instead of the noodles. Mm-hmm. And so it's a little bit different, but it's so good. And the recipe, it's actually a family recipe. So he knows that, um, I don't even, it's such a family recipe that I don't even know it yet. And I'm basically 18. So... You know, it's a. I may not know what's in it besides just the obvious, and but like I don't know the recipe at all. But whatever it is, it's some. It's either some really good cooking or some black magic. I don't care what it is, but it's really good. And anytime I eat it, it brings me back to when he first made it for me, which I think was like eight or nine years ago. I think. Mm-hmm. Either way, I was like ten or eleven when he first made it for me. Right. I mean, yeah, what you're saying about, like, Thanksgiving food, Christmas food, that makes sense. Like, one food that brings me nostalgia is uh, pumpkin pie. I know everyone either loves or hates pumpkin spice. And I feel like sometimes it gets out of hand, uh, the pumpkin spice stuff, considering there's, like, pumpkin spice Cheerios out there, you know, I don't... I don't... Yeah, that that is a little ridiculous. Yeah. But pumpkin pie itself, uh, it's like, because my birthday's in the fall or fall-ish season, it's barely not if you count by the calendar year. The calendar fall is uh, like September 21st, I think, is when it technically starts. But I mean, my birthday's only a couple days before that. So to me, it's fall. Um, so it, that sort of stuff is out and like being sold around my birthday. So I would sometimes have that for my birthday at... Um, when I was a kid, so that's what that's why it kind of brings me back. It's so not only is it like when I was a kid, but it was like a big occasion when I was a kid because it was my birthday, which as a kid that's like the the most important day of the year. Right. Well, besides maybe Christmas. Yeah, Christmas is pretty important too. You know, for a kid, whatever whatever day gives you presents, you know, Christmas, birthday, <laughs> um, that sort of thing. Easter sometimes. Yeah, Easter depending on how uh, your parents celebrate it. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I think it depends on because um, we we I, we both had a friend that um, it was a, he was religious, but he wasn't. It was I never mm-hmm. asked him about it because it's not my business. But right. like, it's um he like he didn't celebrate Christmas. He didn't celebrate. I think he did do Thanksgiving, but I don't think that was like really the only thing he did. I think because he didn't do Easter. I remember, and he also didn't do Halloween. So it was something religious, but it wasn't like it wasn't Christianity because otherwise they would celebrate um. Mm. Christmas and stuff. So I believe, it was just interesting because I didn't, I never knew that that type of religion existed where you didn't like. Because at the time, I didn't, I just knew Christianity, and that was right. I believe um, what you're thinking of is Jehovah's Witness, which is like a branch of Christianity that doesn't celebrate holidays of any kind. Um, but he celebrated Thanksgiving, though. I don't know. Which is interesting. Yeah, I don't know. It was it was it was interesting. I I'll probably ask him about it later. But um, it was just like, it's just like I never like when I was like I think it was like I said I said Merry Christmas to him at one point. He's like, oh yeah, you forget I don't celebrate that. I'm like, oh shit. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's just like it was interesting because I like I said I never knew that that stuff existed at the time. So I'm like, huh, that's interesting. But yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, I think any Christmas stuff like Thanksgiving can go either way. But I think any sort of Christmas thing. Whether it be holiday music, uh, you know the the food that's there, and sometimes even just the just seeing the tree in your house, you know, just like mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Like I, you know, anytime I see the tree in my house, I just think automatically back to, you know, past Christmases, right? You know, like that kind of stuff. Right. Um, and so it's it just like even just seeing a lit tree in your house, which doesn't sound like it would be that important, but just seeing that 
there and sitting in i'm assuming a corner or like the middle of the room whatever um it's just like a super nostalgic feeling yeah for me it's like something similar for that is like when i see the lit tree if one of the lights are off because you know it's lit so it's gonna make light but if all the other like lights in the room are off it it has like it it triggers something in my brain just reminds me of when i was a kid when like you know you gotta sneak downstairs you see the present on the tree you give it a little shake to see what it might be like i'm sure every kid did that uh, hopefully not just me. No, I think I did. I well, I didn't. Did you say you opened them or? Did no, you... I didn't open it. Like, cause you know, I, I know some kids would open presents before Christmas because they didn't like, uh, they didn't like waiting or whatnot. <laughs> but um, I would I just give it a little shake, which is so dumb because like, how are you supposed to tell what it might be if you just give it a little shake? Maybe you'll hear like if it's a video game, you might hear the disc moving around. But like, that's about it. Good. Yeah, that's a, probably about it. That's probably all you're going to be able to tell f about your present if you shake it. But uh, it's something that you do, you know? Yeah. Um, when I would go downstairs to see the presents, because I always liked seeing how many there were. I didn't care what they were. I just I just liked the quantity mm -hmm. of how many there were, because I just always loved seeing the stacked tree with stuff on it, um, which I thought was pretty interesting. But, like, it's just, like, any type of... Um, feeling like that it's just like it's i don't know how to describe it it's like it's not obviously it's nostalgia but i think i think giddy is the word i'm looking for because it's just like some of these those are presents for me and you know if, especially if you're a single child like those those presents are all for you um but even with siblings it's like some it's like some of those are mine a lot of those are mine and like that kind of stuff and uh recently i've just been asking for video games because i don't really have anything else to give people ideas for um so all the all i just love seeing the like the obvious cases, because you can't unless you put it in a box. You can you can obviously tell when it's a video game. That mm. feeling alone is just like awesome because I love getting. I I just love video games. So like I know we're going back on video games, but I'm just saying that that's kind of just like the one moment in uh when I'm unwrapping presents that just makes me reminisce back to old um days when I would get like my first game of Minecraft. You know the I, the first game I ever had of Minecraft was uh was a disc version, mm. and you know I got it and uh. Uh, the Xbox I had broke it, so that was nice. But it, like, it just remembers, it just reminds me of like that time when I got like the good games back in the day, like Minecraft, Destiny, uh, Titanfall, and like that kind of stuff. Right. Yeah, I totally agree. It's, um, because like, I'm sure for me as well, video games are a pretty big part of my childhood because it's one of my one of the main hobbies that I did as a kid, um, and it still is. So it's the sort of thing where it's like seeing unwrapping a video game as a kid it's like so cool because at least for me uh video games were expensive like even back then so it, getting like a new video game was like something super cool you know it didn't happen very often and then nowadays it's like i have my own money so i can make my i can buy my own games but as a kid it's like oh wow i got a new video game it's so cool Right, and you know, another nostalgic feeling is playing it almost immediately. Mm. I think that was another thing that I would have is just like I would play the game almost immediately because it was just uh, it was just like a fun idea. Like it's like, oh yeah, I have this game. Screw my other presents. I'm gonna go do this now. Right. Um, I didn't actually like say that kind of stuff, but it was just like I can't wait for like this. Uh, not the not for the day to be over because I had we basically we opened our presents that our house and we go to our two grandma's houses and then we're done mm -hmm. but um it was just like okay i have two hours before i go to my grandma's house i gotta i gotta either download the game or i gotta if it downloads quickly i can get to play it a little bit and i think the first game that did that for me was i think destiny because i heard a lot about it and uh and i'm like yes i get to play this game now because all my friends had it i think at the time and i'm like well i'm the only one that doesn't <laughs> sad boy noises yeah it's this is a little off topic of nostalgia but it's it's kind of themed about what we're talking about it's weird to see like when you think back on it is how christmas changes in your mind as a kid because it, it goes from like it's like oh you get presents that's great that's that's the main draw of it and then like for me now it's more like oh i get to see my family that i see very rarely throughout the year um and like i the sec the presents are cool too but it's like hey like my brothers come and visit I'm like hey i get to see my brothers because like, it's been a while since i've seen them right so it's just interesting to me it's like how it slowly changes away from the presence being the main thing to and but it's like it keeps the like oh yeah i'm looking forward to this because it's either way it's a fun time 
Right. Yeah. And the thing, like, I I see my family almost all the time, so it's like mm-hmm. it's, I can't say I get that feeling for it, but it's just like, you know, it's it's definitely like I don't see them every day, so I guess I that's like a nice thing that um happens, but like, it's definitely more so of the fact that you know, especially recently, because I obviously when I was like four, I wasn't giving other people presents; I was just the one getting them. Right. Um, but now I'm actually giving people presents and stuff because obviously, like you said, I have my own money; I can get stuff um for people. And so I think uh, last Christmas, uh, the last two Christmases actually, or no, you're not going to get the reference. Never mind. I basically do that. I basically did this Undertale thing that was related because all me and my brother and sister love Undertale a lot. So, mm-hmm. but anyway, I did the secret thing for them that was really nice. And then I got my mom. My mom's always needed um, you know those like windshield things that go on your car so that the snow doesn't get on it or like it right. doesn't get on a lot and it prevents the ice from getting on there. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, so she didn't have one, and she really needed one, so I got her one of those. It's like it's owned by the company that's like does owns all the boulders, just like the, right. the cat company or whatever it is. I feel- um, it's this really heavy duty one too, and it's like it's really good. And um, I also another thing I did was um, I made her a lady. And for those that don't know, if you buy land in Scotland, you're legally you can legally change your name to Lord if you're a guy or Lady if you're a woman. Now. What they do is you buy the you buy this little plot of land. They plant a tree there, uh, so there you go for the environment. And um, then you can they they mail you the certificate from Scotland. So it takes a little bit, but if you're willing to wait, they mail you to it from Scotland, and then you can legally change your name to Lord, Lady, and then obviously your full name. Um, and the reason people do this is because if if you for example if you go to a flight or if you go out on a flight, people will treat you more nicely if they see that Lady is in your name or Lord if the, if it's in your name. Yeah, I had heard about that. Um, a video I was watching was sponsored by a company that does that for like where you buy a uh, like the title of or the land and you get the title and then they plan to like. I I remember hearing about that, so that's pretty interesting. Yeah, I feel um, I feel like the best Christmas gifts are like practical gifts. You know, things that you'll either like really enjoy or things you'll use on a daily basis. You know. Yeah, I mean, I think that's, I think that's true because, like, I mean, video games you use on a daily basis, but also things you use on a daily basis are like, um, any tech things that you may have gotten, like maybe mm-hmm. a new phone or maybe a new computer, like that kind of stuff. Um, there's things that you know, like makeup products. If you're a female, that those probably you use every day. Right. Um, you know, just like just some essential stuff too. But the one thing I gotta say is I don't like getting clothes on Christmas. That's just mm-hmm. kind of like. We could get clothes any time of the year. Why are you giving it to me now? That right. kind of stuff. But, you know. I um, actually got my, like, chair, that my desk chair for Christmas. Because I was, before I used this, like, small, like, wooden chair that just was the worst to sit on. Uh, and that's just what I had at my desk for so long that I was, like, complaining to my parents. Like, man, I really need to get a new chair. And so they got me a chair for Christmas. So I was like, this is really great. Like... And I, and I still use it, so it's pretty practical. Yeah, yeah. and then, you know, it's... it's. I th- I also got a chair for Christmas, I think it was last Christmas, actually, because my old chair was just, like, an old office chair that wasn't really good anymore. It was falling apart, and, you know, there's, like, stuff stuck in it and stuff. So I got a new... I actually got a gaming chair now. It's actually very similar to PewDiePie's, except less expensive, because screw that noise. Mm-hmm. Um, And it's, like, really comfortable. I can lean, like, fully back as if I want to sleep. Um, it has two armrests and it has a, it has a built-in speaker if I wanted to use it. I don't use it, but if I wanted to, it's there. Um, and you know, it's just, it's just a nice gift because I've been using it ever since, you know, and I don't think I'll be throwing it away anytime soon unless it starts breaking, knock on wood here, but, um, you know, that kind of stuff. But yeah, it's just like, it's not even Christmas too, because if you think about Thanksgiving, like it depends on who makes the food. Uh, Mm -hmm. it's just your mom, but you might not feel too nostalgic, but you know, it depends. Um, but if, especially if it's your, like, relatives that you haven't seen in, in a long time, like, think of, like, homemade mashed potatoes. Like, I don't think you can get anything better than homemade mashed potatoes. Right. Like, man, especially, like, fresh mashed potatoes, like, not, like, the canned or the bagged kind or whatever, just, like, actual crushed up potatoes with seasoning and stuff like that. Like, oh, man. Can't get any better. Right. For me, when it comes to Thanksgiving and nostalgia... I don't feel the nostalgia of like the like traditional Thanksgiving food because honestly I don't like a whole lot of the traditional Thanksgiving food other than like mashed potatoes 
and sometimes you have mac and cheese, but like turkey, it's like meh. The only reason, like, I feel like the reason we have turkey one once a year on Thanksgiving is because no one wants to eat it the rest of the year. Um, but for me, the nostalgia was food to do with Thanksgiving is weirdly, uh, we made, we always made these, like, we call them gingerbread houses, but they're not made out of gingerbread because my sister's allergic. They're made out of, like, graham crackers, and we would use icing to, like, stick them together. Um, and we do this every Thanksgiving, it's, like, a tradition because it's something that my mom did with my oldest brother when he was little because they had a lot of candy that year left over from Halloween. And they're like, well, we don't want them just eating a bunch of candy. We'll make uh, gingerbread houses. And so, like, the frosting is what like, brings me back. Because, like, we do it every year. So it brings me back, like, all that time when I was a kid. Yeah, it's, um... I mean, another thing, too, is for me, is that, like... At, like, I think what brings me the most nostalgia, I think, is... Just like waking up and smelling either bacon or sausage in the morning, mm-hmm. because let me tell you, first of all, it's bacon and sausage, so it's already it's already great. Um, but like just like waking up to that smell is like like that that really doesn't happen anymore because especially now that I'm you know I'm 18, I can make my own stuff, so she doesn't my mom doesn't usually make breakfast for us anymore because uh, it's like we're old enough to make it ourselves right mm-hmm. so anytime there's a day she just chooses to do that it's like automatic nostalgia just because I'm, I'm thinking back to the like when i was like five or six and i woke up especially on christmas like again to get back to christmas but like <laughs> it's like at christmas she would always do that and then you know obviously when we got older she stopped and so just smelling that um aroma of either bacon or sausage depending on the day and mm. then obviously there's of course there was eggs, there was toast available and stuff like that. It's just right. like, oh yeah, this is gonna be a good day. Yeah, I mean I have something very similar. It's like more than just the, like the smell of the food. It's like when you uh, for me, my dad um, makes homemade like a, his a homemade batch of um, pancake mix. So like whenever he makes pancakes with that, I like, I'll, I'll smell and be like, ooh, we're having pancakes. And then it'll, it, but that t- takes me back because it's not something we do very often. One, because my dad has work in the morning, so usually he's out at work, um, it, so he doesn't have time to make everyone breakfast. But like when he does, it's like brings me back. And also, it's just like it brings me back. And then I remember like just like the feel of the pajamas, because uh, like you'd have like really fuzzy pajama pants, or at least I would. And it's it's such a strange experience. Like you just describing you waking up and and into the smell of cooking breakfast is that brought me back to that time just like the thought of it mm-hmm. yeah it's uh it's like and it's like it, it can be any type of breakfast like you said you said you had your thing i had my thing but like it's just i think having someone make breakfast for you automatically your day is going to be better just because like you're usually grouchy in the morning because you don't want to wake up and like that kind of stuff especially mm-hmm. if it's like a work day or school day and someone just, like, made you breakfast so you don't have to stress over that thing, too. Right. It's, like, even if it doesn't bring you back nostalgia, it at least makes your day better. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, it just makes you feel like, you know, it's going to be a better day than, you know, yes, yeah, so my life motto is tomorrow will be better. Right. You know, like, that kind of stuff. Um, well, actually, well, I actually have a, a different life motto that's, um, it says, life isn't about waiting for the storm to pass, it's about learning to dance in the rain. And I have that framed on my desk. Because that's one of my things that I uh, kind of live by. And that's why I said that. I think it's in the video game one or something else. But it's just like, I, like, I'm very, like, I'm not emotional when it comes to, like, you know, like, sad movies or, like, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. What I get emotional about is just, like, even nostalgia sometimes, you know? Like, that's the entire thing about the episode is, like, what brings you nostalgia, right? And, you know, I think seeing, you know, especially, like, there is some family members of mine that I haven't seen in years mm-hmm. at this point. Um, usually it's my aunts because I don't see those guys too often. But um, so just like when we finally all get together on uh, either a holiday or family reunion or that kind of stuff, it's like nostalgic in a way that you know makes me just be like, hmm, I was I was like five last time I saw these guys, you know, like that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it's. It's pretty, like, it's so cool because it's, nostalgia can come from literally anything. 
for a lot of different people. Like, what's nostalgic to you is not necessarily nostalgic to me unless we had similar experiences, you know? So it's like, it's one of the more interesting ideas, and for me at least, uh, is like, it can literally come from anywhere, especially since, like I said earlier, the way my brain connects dots, it's very strange sometimes. So it'll be like, why does that give you nostalgia? I'm like, honestly, I don't know, but it does. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it... Well, I mean, I think another thing, too, that I, I just want to mention is that when it comes to, like, because we, we went over what? We went over sound, taste. Uh, we haven't gone over touching anything yet. I mean, what, I mean, again, like I said at the beginning, it would need to require the thing you would have to feel would have to have like a very, it would have to have a very specific feel to it. Otherwise, like mm -hmm. if you want a pencil, you're not gonna feel nostalgic, obviously. Um, but like I feel like if I, uh, you know, brought up, you know, what might feel nostalgic to me is if I went around my room and found my old 3ds. I think <clears> that might feel nostalgic. My 3ds's aren't that old. But the my 3ds that I got was all the way back in like 2012 or something, mm -hmm. and so it's been several years since I've uh, seen it, and so going going back and just feeling it and feeling it around because I'm not because going if you go on eBay they're like like 400 a pop now it's ridiculous, um, but if I go around and find my old one and just like getting to feel it maybe even play a game that still works on it, uh, I think that would definitely feel nostalgic to me. Right. When it comes to feeling like this again, that's not much that I can think of. The only thing I can think of is strangely when you wake up and it's cold outside, because it's such a cozy feeling for me. Because it's like uh, being underneath the warm blanket, uh, and it's like just your head is out in the cold. It, it, for me, I I find that really comforting. And so growing up in a cold environment during the winters, it depending on how you view it. If you are from Virginia, with, uh, New York's cold. If you're from Northern, it probably isn't to you, but to me it is, and you don't have a save, in my opinion. <laughs> but yeah, oh, right. it, it's it's just something that, like, I don't know, for some reason, it, it gives me comfort. Hmm. I, I don't, like... I, I see what you mean, but I don't, I like you said before, I don't know if I can relate to that at all, but, like, I, I can understand how that would maybe, like, feel comforting and stuff. Because, like, if you're in the, like, if you're in, like, California or Texas or somewhere that's, like, deadly heat, um, like, stepping into the cold, you're going to feel like you're about to die, right? Um, but if you're up in the East Coast, like, cold is nothing to you anymore. Like, you probably have nerve damage because of how cold it is <laughs> yeah. up here. But, like... You know, I think I do say I do I do gotta say I was that one crazy kid that would walk around in shorts in like thirty degree weather. I was hey. that crazy kid because I see memes about that all the time. Like the I saw this one YouTuber that's like, um, he hey, it's one of those people that do skits and they're they're talking with themselves but they're playing different characters. Mm -hmm. And the guy, the one of the characters is like, oh yeah, it's really cold out here. He forgot his mittens. He's like all he has like four jackets on and that <laughs> kind of stuff. And then it plays that I hate the song because it's the song is just annoying at this point. But he played that one song. That's like blowing up right now, and it's like it's that it's just that one kid in shorts, just like like doing a superhero pose. It's like, <laughs> like I found it really funny. It's like, hey, I am that guy. Yeah, uh, I'm the crazy one that wears shorts in winter. You know, I mean that that's relatable for me as well, is because like I remember when I was in school up there, I would I didn't really bother with the cold. I mean, I put on a sweatshirt and I was like, alright, this is fine. But like everybody else at the school, at least my friends, were like, hey, it's so cold. How are you not cold? I'm like. It's been colder before. And I guess it's just like you get used to it, you know? Yeah, I mean, for me, too, I think it's just what it is is that I don't like, I like cold more than hot. Like, right. like I said, I think in the beginning is if um, when my power went out, it was like it's an 80 degree day. Uh, well, 80 now, it was 90 when the power went off. Um, it's just like there's no fans running, obviously, because the power was off. Right. So it's just like it's getting super hot and humid. I feel like I'm gonna die because like I would not survive a day in Texas. Tell me that right. Right. Now. I um, I totally agree with you. My sister is saying she wants to move to Texas. I'm like you're insane because <laughs> like <laughs> moving from New York to Virginia the first summer here was just so terrible for me. And like even my family was like, "What are you complaining about? It's like 70 degrees." But like at the time, my bedroom was right above the 
water heater. So it would bring up heat because heat rises. So it would bring heat up into my room. Which, during the winter, that's fine because, you know, it does well, it doesn't really get that cold in the winter here. But, you know, it's, it's fine. It's not that unbearable. And then I would also have my computer in my room. So it was like, even though it was like 70 outside, it felt like it was 90, 100 in my room. I would be like, I'm dying. Yeah, it's... Uh... Yeah, because like, I think I... I don't know if I said this in a video or one of the podcasts, but I cannot sleep unless my room is either A, there's air circulating constantly, mm. or B, it's like 40 to 50 degrees. Right. Otherwise, I will not be able to sleep. It's just like, yeah, heat he doesn't... I don't like it, you know? I feel all sweaty, and I, I just... I don't like it. But like with the cold... Sure, maybe you can feel cold, but you can just put layers on until you're no longer cold. Can't do that with exactly. the heat. I can't take off my skin when I get to be sweaty. Can't take... Wow, okay. I mean, like, you have a point, though. I mean, like, the, the whole um, conundrum of, like, would you rather be in Antarctica with uh, just underpants or in the Sahara Desert with, like, ten layers of clothes? It's like... I will happily take Antarctica, please. Yeah, because I'm going to die either of heat stroke or hypothermia. Either way, I'd take the cold over the heat. Yeah, exactly. It's like, I'm not dealing... I'm not going in, like, like a thousand degree weather with, like, 40 jackets, like, three pairs of sweatpants. No, thank you. That just sounds terrible. Mm. But, you know, I think I think that's my... I mean, again, I like I said, I don't think I can relate exactly to the whole, like, you know, just stepping outside and being cold. I mean, I think I might feel a little nostalgic of, like, just, like, being back in winter. Because mm-hmm. I think, any, like I said before, anything winter-related, I think you're going to feel nostalgic for. But, um, you know, it's, it's just, I think nostalgia is that one thing that it's, like, it's a dopamine booster is really what it is. Right. Because um, especially if it's, like I said at the beginning, if it's a good memory that you're having. It's an instant shot of dopamine. Your body remembers it. And... You start to enjoy the moment. You actually start to want to have it more. Um, is what I think uh, scientists have th- at this point have said that they if you if you keep getting the dopamine shot, your brain's like, oh, this is a good thing. Keep doing that. Right. You know, like that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's interesting because um, I've, you know, I'm not an expert, but I've listened to people who are also not experts, so I, I take this with a grain of salt. Um, but I've heard things like uh, the way your brain develops dopamine is like once you complete a goal, right, you develop dopamine is one of the ways it's developed, right? And then you, the next time you complete another goal, it gives you more. And like the more and more goals you complete, the more dopamine it gives you. And the more your brain's like, this is great. Keep doing this. Yeah. So, I mean, with, with nostalgia, the more things that remind you, the brain's like, yes, keep, keep reminding me of the good times. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, that's that's what dopamine really is, though. It's it's, it's like I said, it's, it's like it's like you're injecting yourself with dopamine. It's like your brain's like it's that's what coffee does, I think, too. Well, it's not dopamine, but it's like that's what coffee kind of does. Your brain's like it's kind of tricks your brain into saying like, oh, this is good. Do this more. You know, like that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. This is how it, like, probably why uh, so many people are addicted to caffeine because like your brain's like, yes, coffee is good. If I do. Yeah, it's a. Uh, not to get off topic, but I uh, do you know who has the strongest and weakest coffee in terms of like fast food chains? I I don't know that because I like the oh. strength of coffee to me. I don't really think about it because I drink so much of it, and also caffeine tends to have a slightly different effect on people with ADHD. So gotcha. But, well, uh, McDonald's apparently has the weakest coffee bean apparently you know that doesn't uh, surprise me yeah but apparently dunkin donuts has the strongest the strongest starbucks i mean that makes sense like i remember like when i because where we where i used to live it there weren't that many starbucks nearby but there were dunkin donuts nearby so i would get that more often when i had starbucks for the first time i was like this is it's pretty basic like i don't know why people like this so much Yeah, I mean, I think we'll get. I think someone else will bring up like what's overrated and what's not, but Starbucks is definitely overrated. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we got smell, smite, smell, touch, and I guess sort of touch, uh, and taste. What are those of the six senses? Are there? There's totally six of them. Uh... Well, technically, there's science. Science is trying to say there's six. 
Um, what is I it? think six is like in what is it intellectual or whatever it is? I forgot what it's. It's something like psychic. It's like really, yeah. whatever. We so we, there's five. There's taste, touch, smell, hearing, or like like whatever. Right. I guess sight is uh, you see something that brings you back. Well, we covered sight. I mean, I'm just trying to see if there. I feel like I'm missing one. Hmm. I'm a human mm. being. I should know this. I should know this, but I don't. Hang on. Scent, taste, touch, hearing. What else can we do? What's the last one I'm missing? I'm only counting S to four. Smell? Maybe smell. I didn't say that. I don't know. That's, that's... I don't think. I think we touched on everything. Yeah. So I think. I think we uh, touched on every possible thing that can make. Because I think, like I said at the very beginning, I think any. I think any sense, even if it's the secret six one that science trying to prove, I think any of them can bring back nostalgia no matter what. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Like, it, and it, it could be something super random, like... Okay, my brain blinked when I tried to think of a random example of nostalgia, even though I mentioned a few during the episode. Or it could, but then it could be something, you know, completely normal, like, uh, the, you know, this Christmas food or Thanksgiving food, that, like, things that make sense because a lot of people experience it. Yeah. Yeah, well, I feel like I might want to wrap this one up a little bit early just because Noah's not here. And, you know, I think we touched. And also, we have a lot of long episodes. The previous three, I think, were all like an hour. Yeah, so I guess we can wrap this one up a little bit early. Do you have any. Uh, do you have a winner's speech? Because you won. You know, I, I, I. Oh, wait, wait. Are you telling me I won? Yeah. I it, it was a close game, uh, but I lost track of points. So Noah just automatically lost because I lost a point. <laughs> yeah, you know, I think he swore at me sometime recently. You know, after we finished the uh, last episode recording it, he told me something, and I told him in response that it, he would just lose the next podcast. So, oh, you know what? You're absolutely right. That makes sense. Okay, well, my winner's speech uh, is that Noah really just needs to get better, man. I mean, he's not even here to defend himself, but I don't really care. Uh, he just needs to get better. Um, yeah. like. like even if he wasn't here, he still could have won. But you, you just didn't. You yeah, know? you know, if if he showed up, maybe he would have won. <laughs> yes, um, but my actual quote-unquote winner speech here is that, you know, it's just like uh, John pitched the idea to me right before because he wasn't sure if um, it would be a good topic for just two people. Because, like I said, we're planning to hopefully not have two people podcast episodes for, like, this hopefully is a one-off unless something else happens. If John has something going on, we're, we're screwed because John's the one that records these. Um... But, like, when it comes to, like, nostalgia, I think it's a good topic because I think everyone has to relate to, to it in some way. Because there's got to be something from your childhood that you remember. Like, obviously, you forget a lot about your childhood because your brain forgets things that don't matter. That's why half of the things you learn in school, you don't remember because they don't matter. Hashtag homework. But anyway, you know, it's just, like, anyone can relate to it. If you don't relate to, like, if you can't think of anything from your childhood, you had a very boring childhood, and you should fix that. Go back in time and fix it. I was gonna say, how are they gonna fix that if they uh, did have a great childhood? Like, what are they meant to do about that? They can just go back in time, man. I mean, it's as simple as that. Yeah, um, your future self needs to bring in a time machine and then go back to your present self. That way, you don't actually have to do anything and then go back in time and uh, fix your childhood. Exactly. See, now you're getting it. So I think that's my uh, winner speech. All right. Well. Uh, thank you guys for listening. We hope we provoked a conversation that made you uh, and made you laugh along the way. Uh, you can find me at Jeebensfeebens on Twitch or on YouTube. Uh, and you can find Ethan here at Gaming on uh, YouTube. Uh, do you have anything else for me? Uh, no, it sucks. Yeah.